I know your family's important to you and you'd protect them at all costs. Do you know it might not cost as much as you think? Term life insurance will help protect your family from the potential burden of loans. EverQuote is here to make things easy for you to protect your family. Call 866-335-2648 to speak with an agent Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. so you can better understand your needs and so they can help you find an affordable solution. That's 866-335-2648 to speak to EverQuote today. Podcasting from the JNK Twin Studios. This is the show for Reds fans, by Reds fans. Each week, we take a look at the games, the players, and the stories of Cincinnati Reds baseball. Now, your hosts, Scott Evans and Nick Lawson. And welcome to the Reds Fans Chatter podcast, uh, broadcasting or podcasting soon on the Quad Pod podcasting network and uh, i'm scott evans he is nick lawson what's going on man feeling good ready to talk some reds baseball absolutely and also we are now on pandora we are big time (laughs) so uh, you can uh, catch all of our archived episodes on pandora as well as uh, download and subscribe there as well to uh, new episodes uh, each and every week, except last week, because uh, I had some type of, uh, I don't know if it was a virus, a bacteria, I didn't go to the doctor for. I went to the doctor, actually, the day before I started feeling like crap, and uh, it was probably allergies. Uh, I've had the COVID vaccine. It wasn't COVID. Uh, the only symptom I had was I lost my voice. So, That's the quietest you've ever been in your oh, life. I, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, so not only the podcast, I, I have uh, a syndicated radio show uh, that's heard on the weekends. I work for B105 on the weekend. So I had three radio shows to do uh, with no voice. And then by the time we got around to where we usually record our podcast, uh, there was nothing left in the tank. Yeah, I don't think I could do the show by myself. <laughs> if people knew the behind the scenes uh that that's probably the most true statement ever said oh you know that for sure <laughs> uh, so anyway uh we've had about as bad a luck as uh the uh, reds have had the last couple of weeks we're gonna go over that uh, we are still gonna do the jay bruce episode hopefully that will launch uh launch next week as he announced his retirement but uh, lots and lots of stuff happened with the reds the last two weeks since we did our last show uh since then they've been four and eight they were swept by the d-backs swept by the cardinals which always sucks uh you know people thought they were going to lose another series and actually be swept by the dodgers the opposite happened i mean the reds in that dodgers series probably could have swept the dodgers but they ran into kershaw and uh, their bullpen kind of, the Reds bullpen kind of uh, forgot that they had to play baseball. Yeah. Uh, the Cardinal series, I, I like to forget about that. And just, it just it happened, but it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> but the Dodgers was, that was a shocker. We, we won two out of three from the Dodgers. That was pretty good. I, I, I kind of call it the Reds have played the Dodgers competitively over the last few years. Obviously, last year they didn't play due to COVID. Uh, but. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought they could have swept. Uh, last game just didn't kind of work out. That eighth inning was brutal with the bullpen. Uh, Cubs came to town. Reds had a really good series with them. Should have won on Saturday. You got to swing. You can't strike out two in a row uh, looking at pitches. 
especially when there's runners on the corners. You got to make contact on the ball, give the guy from third base a chance to score. Yeah, the worst thing is ending a game when you're looking. Oh. And and if you're not swinging a bat at all, I mean, you got to show that you're in this game. And if you're not swinging a bat, there's something wrong. Especially when you have less than two outs. I I, I, I unfortunately was uh, traveling that day, or fortunately I had a great time, uh, but uh, wasn't able to watch the game. But, uh, I mean, if you had a chance to uh, tie the game with less than two outs, runner on third, uh, you you got to make contact, give that guy a third, a, a, at least a chance to get in because – once you're on third, uh, you can. Uh, it's there's no, numerous ways you can score. You can score on a fielder's choice. Uh, if, if it's a slow roller, you can get that guy in uh, despite the out. So uh, the Reds have been pretty good all year. So I, I guess we can give them one game at uh, getting runners in from scoring position. But that was a little bit disappointing. But they made up for yesterday in an awesome walk off game against the. Uh, Cubs, it was almost like Wrigley South where you have those 14, 13 games uh, when the wind's blowing out. Yeah, I mean, this series of the Cubs, I mean, you knew it was going to be a lot of high scoring involved in, in that series. And we saw that in game three. Uh, a lot of home runs hit in that game. Just a, a pitching. If you're not, not a good day to be a pitcher, let's put it uh, that way. Not at all. Those are the type of games you usually have up at Wrigley <laughs> and not at Great American Ballpark. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of when I was growing up. I mean, I was watching the Reds in Chicago at Wrigley Field, and I was listening to Harry Carey because we watched it on WGN back then. Right. And 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 just listen, listen to Harry Carey, just, you know, he loses his mind at those kind of games. It's great. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, some of the top pitchers in baseball have had lousy games at, at Wrigley Field. Well, yeah, some of the, the, the Hall of Famers did. I mean, you know, a guy like Noel Ryan, he had bad games there. Tom Glavin had bad games, and they're Hall of Famers. Right. I mean, and Tom Glavin had very few uh, bad games. Yeah, he beat the crap out of the Reds at Riverfront Stadium, if I do imagine. <laughs> and imagine facing him at Riverfront Stadium, you're like, well, what is going on? Glavin's at home here. Right. Yeah, Glavin, uh, it, 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 one of the best pitchers ever. Uh, it, no pitch counts back then when he started. Of course, later in the career, I'm sure he got put on those. But, uh, you know, he started off as like a, a very hard thrower and got known and made his career and his Hall of Fame uh, career based on uh, pitching smartly. Well, I mean, being in that rotation with Atlanta with Greg Maddox and John Smoltz, it made him a smarter pitcher. He had all the offense around him. He had all the, he had a great bullpen around him. So he had all those great years. He was the winningest pitcher of the '90s, and that's for good reason. Right. I, I was just looking up some stats on him uh, since we were talking about it at uh, Wrigley Field. Um, yeah, he, two thirty-nine batting average, uh, give it up. Uh, trying to find his ERA. Uh, A uh, for Tom Glavin, three sixty five ERA at uh, Wrigley Field. It's not bad to today's standards. That's not bad at all. No, a one point two six four WHIP, which I mean, that's just not uh, him. No, uh, he got he got he got beat up a little bit, but not terrible. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, Yankee Stadium, he pitched the worst. 
Everybody or, 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 pitches the worst Yankees team against the yeah. Yankees. And probably a lot of that was later in his career because of interleague play. So, well, plus he's getting older at that time too. Yeah, at, at Synergy Field against the Reds, a three point two four ERA. He won like twenty games. He's like twenty, and I think he lost one game. Right. Yeah. For uh, against a Great American Ballpark, one and two with a three seven two ERA. Yeah, he's at the end of his career by that time. Oh yeah. So, but yeah. Back to our point though. Uh, Wrigley can can play havoc with pitchers, and that's the kind of game that Saturday that Sunday was. Uh, you got to kind of throw out the stats there, and and it's one of those games. The last team scores wins, and uh, Nick Castellanos came in big uh, with a uh, two out, uh, or not? I don't know if it's two out, but a well, it was, it was very first pitch uh, of the uh, tenth inning with the runner on second base, and uh, Reds won, and uh, great way to uh, to kind of come back from the uh, awful road trip. Yeah, um, it went two out of three from Chicago. Then you got Chicago coming in. <laughs> right. The I White, mean, the other side. The, other yeah, the side White Sox are coming in the next two games. Uh, hopefully they get both of them in, especially since I'm going to game one. Well, plus I know the White Sox, they're they're wounded. Uh, oh, they yeah. lost Louise Robert. Louise Roberts probably might be done for the year. Uh, he's in one of their big rookie – well, he's not a rookie anymore, but he was a rookie last year, had a great season, and this year he just had some injuries. Yep. So uh, let's take a look at the standings uh, in the National League Central. Uh, after the weekend, the Cubs are in last place, five games out uh, with a 12-16 and 16 record. They're 3-7 and seven their last 10 games and a run differential of negative 14. Uh, Pittsburgh is in fourth place, 12-15, and 15, four and a half games out. Uh, 26 under run differential. Uh, the Reds... 13 and 14, climbing back closer to 500 in third place. Three and a half games back of Milwaukee. Uh, four and six in their last 10, and a plus eight run differential. At one point early in the season, they were just below the Dodgers. Well, they've actually, they're improving. I mean, we got past the Diamondbacks, and now they're, they're starting to improve. So the homestand helps. But 10 games on a road coming up, that's going to be a rough stretch. It's, it's going to be rough, but uh, just keep scoring runs, and uh, hopefully the pitching uh, catches up. Cardinals in second place, so. uh, 16 and 12, uh, one game behind the uh, Brewers. And the Brewers, uh, they've kind of jumped ahead of the pack, 17 and 11 in uh, first place. Uh, look at some of the other divisions, first place teams, uh, Washington, in first place with a 12 and 12 record in the uh, National League East, the Mets just behind them 11 and 11. And uh, believe it or not, the Dodgers are not in first place. The Reds kind of knocked them off the uh, pedestal in the National League West. Uh, San Francisco has a half game lead over them 17 11 at the time of of this podcast. Are the Giants is that a surprise? I, I think it is. The Reds play them really, really good. But I mean, they're seventeen and eleven, six oh seven, uh, winning percentage, tied for the best uh, record in the National League with the Brewers. Which I think that's kind of a surprise too. I know the Brewers are going to be decent, but uh, to be have the best record at this point in the season, uh, is, is you got to tip the hat to uh, the Brewers and uh, 
Hopefully they'll cool off when the Reds meet them uh, later in the year. And then the American League, uh, the East, uh, the Yankees are no longer in last place. Uh, they, they've been on a bit of a streak, 14-14 uh, and 14 now, third place in the National League East. Uh, Boston still in first. Uh, so that's kind of shaping out the way, closer to the way people thought it would. Uh, the American League Central is a toss-up. Kansas City, 16-10. and 10. Uh, That's a little bit of a surprise. Uh, the White Sox, 15-12. and 12. Cleveland, 13-13. and 13. Minnesota, this is kind of a surprise in the opposite direction. 10-16. and 16. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in Minnesota, but uh, it's not working. <laughs> no, they're six games back right now. And what's not a surprise at all, the Detroit Tigers, 8-21. and 21. Worst team in they, baseball. They, they've sucked for the last 25 years since Sparky left. <laughs> <laughs> now, they had a couple of good years in between, but, yeah, uh, they're definitely in rebuilding. Did you, see the run, did you see the run differential on the Tigers? Oh, yeah, I'm just now looking Minus at Minus 62? That's crazy. Wow. That's insane. And then in the National League West, Oakland's in first place uh, with a game lead over Seattle. Houston is uh, right in there. <clears throat> Dusty getting his 15 games a month. Uh, when he was a, when he was a Reds manager, that was his goal was to win 15 games a month. Uh, in his mind, that would get you into the playoffs. Of course, uh, never had a lot of success in the playoffs, but I kind of always root for Dusty, uh, one of my favorite people that I've met in baseball. You see the run differential on them too. They're yeah. actually a plus. Yeah, plus thirty-two. Uh, I think that's the best in, or second best in baseball. Dodgers are the best with plus forty-five. That's that's just incredible. That's incredible. So that's kind of how, how the standings look at the uh, first part of May uh, in the baseball season. A uh, few surprises in there. Reds fans, don't panic yet. The Reds are still right in the race. Uh, really, everybody in the National League Central is in the race. I think the Pirates are going to falter sooner or, or than later. Uh, well, but, they're, on a, they're on a four-game losing streak, so they're, they're starting already. <laughs> so hopefully uh, the Cubs are not good this year. They've lost, uh, they lost some key parts of their team. Uh, their bullpen is worse than our bullpen, I think. I don't know if that's true stats-wise, but uh, from what I saw over the weekend, was not impressed. Um and our bullpen, apparently, I, apparently they have the worst offense in the National League as well. Oh yeah, it, it, it's atrocious. Granted, Sunday's game, neither team looked bad offensively, but uh, uh, sometimes this, the, those division games, it, it, you can throw out what you've done all year, especially Reds and Cubs, when when the two teams are very close in whether they're good or bad. If they're pretty close in talent levels, uh, typically. Uh, those are pretty hard-fought games, and sometimes the Reds uh, go on a streak. Sometimes the Cubs do. I think now we're going to kind of see it go back and forth. Well, especially when the Reds go to Chicago. We don't have good luck there at all in Wrigley Field, especially right. the last decade or so. Well, so since, hopefully since, that changes. Probably about since 2016. Before that, the Reds kind of owned the uh, the uh, Cubs from like 2010 through 2004. 14, 2015, it kind of became even. I think we're back to even again as the Cubs went through a rebuild. And even even though they have uh, probably the most money in the National League Central. I don't want to be even. I want to beat them every single time. I don't want to be even. Right. 
You can't share a World Series trophy. <laughs> Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All American Dish, your Dish authorized retailer now. 800 706 7063. 800 706 7063. That's 800 706 7063. Offers require credit qualification. 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. So that that kind of covers the standings. Uh, the Reds have made a ton of moves over the last two weeks. Uh, of course, Mike Moustakis, uh, this is right before the losing streak happened. Moose went on the disabled list or the injured list. Uh, Blandino was called up. Uh, Castellanos uh, had to serve his two-day suspension. And... Uh, and so uh, that's that started the losing streak. Uh, then on the 22nd, Nick Castellanos was able to be activated off of suspension. And Art Warren, who I don't know if ever got into a game that I remember seeing, uh, he was optioned you know. to the uh, alternate training site uh, on the 23rd. Uh, the Reds started making some moves after the bullpen absolutely blew it. Uh CNL Perez, who I thought was going to be pretty good. He looked good early on, but uh, he was optioned to the uh, alternative training site after a few bad games. Uh, Max uh, Schrock was uh, recalled. And then uh, Heath Hembry uh, and Ryan Hendricks were brought, brought up from the uh, training sites that day, and both of those guys have looked very good. Well, starting tomorrow, we don't have to call a training site anymore. We can call it AAA. Right, but minor league season. What do you? What's your impression has been so far of uh, Heath Hembry and Ryan Hendricks? I, th- I think they they've both done the, they've done their job. Uh, they've looked good. Uh, they they look better than Perez did. Perez started, he couldn't keep the ball in the ballpark, um, and he's done a pretty good job. Um, Camber Drosian, he, he kind of left us, thank God, because he was horrible. Um, but this, these two, they've actually came in and stepped up, and they've done a good job. Right. Uh, other moves, uh, Aristides Aquino goes to the 60-day injured list uh, due to his uh, fracture. Uh, Vladimir Guderia, I can't pronounce his name. I used to be able Vladimir to speak Gutierrez. Spanish. Thank you. <laughs> he, he goes to the alternative <laughs> training site. Uh, on the 27th, Mark Payton was brought back as Mike Moustakis also came. I'm sorry. Mark Payton was sent back down to the uh, training site as Moose uh, was uh, was brought back uh, from the uh, injured list. Um, and, Same day. Uh, yeah. Same then, day they flip-flopped again. Yeah. And then the 30th, Tim Adelman was signed to a minor league contract and, of course, sent down to the alternate training site. Of course, he pitched for the Reds a couple of years ago. Uh, looked decent back then, but that, that's kind of a – I think that's more for depth than anything. Uh, Mark Payton brought back uh, from the uh, training site as Jonathan India uh, went on the 10-day injured list on April the 30th. Uh, moving on to May 2nd, uh, Jonathan India comes back from the injured list. Uh, Reds designated for this assignment, uh, Philip uh, Dial. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. 
Uh, I think it's Deal, but I could be wrong. Yeah, and then uh, another Rockies pitcher came over, Ashton uh, Godot. Yep. Uh, and then Mark Payton, uh, yeah, he he makes the trip back down to Louisville uh, just in t- just in time to miss the Derby. You know, Mark Payton, he's got a lot of freaking flyer miles right now on a on a bus or whatever he's taking to <laughs> Louisville. So that that kind of wraps up uh, a lot of moves, a lot of transactions. Uh, but the, I mean, some of them getting Moose back, I think, was a key to ending the losing streak because he just brings the leadership and like, hey guys. Uh, we're not going to lose anymore. And uh, it seems like when he's when he's healthy, it's almost like the Todd Frazier, uh, Scott Rowland effect from teams in the past. Uh, it just kind of gives that extra leadership boost on the field, and uh, and he has that veteran presence that's that's kind of needed. Well, I mean, to see him in the starting lineup in yesterday's game, it it, it felt good. And then he, he looked like he was back to his old self. He homered. He went two for four. Um, uh, yeah, guys like him and Cassianos, when they're not in the lineup, you got problems. Right. So uh, that kind of looks at the roster moves. Uh, one thing that, of note that was in the news today, MLB Central uh, made a prediction. Uh, it's one I agree with. Uh, I know some Reds fans don't. Uh, Joey Votto is pretty much a sure uh, thing for the uh, to be a future Hall of Famer. I completely agree. I've been saying it since 2016 when I went to the Hall of Fame and saw the myths that, no, you don't have to have a World Series ring to be a Hall of Famer. No, you don't have to have 3,000 hits to be a Hall of Famer. That made for a, a great movie, <laughs> but or a great baseball movie, kind of cheesy baseball movie, but still fun nonetheless with Mr. 3,000. But no, in, in real life, you don't have to have 3,000 hits to become a Hall of Famer. You don't have to have 500 home runs. All of those things help. Uh, but, you know, Joey Votto is going to be end up uh, ending his career being on base over 4,000 times. Um, so, oh, he should have had two MVP awards. He's, he won one in 2010. Just missed uh, getting the MVP award uh, after... Uh, Stanton uh, for the Marlins uh, hit like 50 home runs that year. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I completely stand that no matter what Joey Votto does the last few years of his career, I mean, Johnny Bench's last few career, few years of his career was, were not good. Pete Rose's, uh, who is not a hall of famer, but has the stats to be his last few years was not very good. Uh, I mean, the, the years, the last three years of your career are not going to weigh as much, I, I don't think, especially with modern voters that look at uh, analytics as the, uh, like, best seven years of your career. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're not going to get an all fan by based on the last season or two of your career. That's no. not going to happen. I mean, even Eddie Murray had a bad last season of his career. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer because he hit 500 home runs. Right, and, and he and, had a world. He has a World Series ring as well. But even King Griffey Jr. didn't win a World Series ring, but he's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, the year that I went in 2016, he was uh, he was uh, inducted along with Mike Piazza, who also uh, did not win a uh, World Series ring. No, he'd, be, he'd been to a World Series, but didn't win it. Right. So he, deserve, he deserves to be in the Hall oh, of Fame. Ab- absolutely, and and. Uh, so I, I, I kind of remember, like on the message boards back before social media, 
uh, when Junior was here, kind of struggling his last couple of years, not putting up putting up really good numbers, but not necessarily Hall of Fame season numbers. And they're like, oh, he's not going to be a for, he's not going to be a Hall of Famer, maybe a Reds Hall of Famer, or he's not going to be a uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, you know, he at the time he got the most first place votes in, in the history of uh, of voting until um, and, and, until uh, uh, Mariano Rivera got in unanimously. So, uh, Reds fans, I, I think a lot of it's uh, just kind of frustration with the team not uh, doing well during the rebuild. Uh, anybody with uh, that follows how rebuilds go <laughs> would have known that uh, those four or five years were not going to be uh, winning years for the Reds. And uh, last year, of course, COVID hit. Uh, you you kind of got to throw that season out because lots of great players had bad seasons in 2020. See, I got a question for you. Okay. Um, Dust, Dusty Baker, Hall of Famer. I would say yes. Now, managers seem to be held to a little bit different standard. Uh, looking at some of the Hall of Fame managers, it, it very f- uh, pretty much all of them that I saw had that World Series uh, victory. So if he can, if he can get the Astros to the World Series and win one without uh, trash cans, I, I think he will uh, be a Hall of Fame manager. I agree. I think he's got you know the the credibility, and he's got enough wins to do it. Um, because I mean, guys. I mean, you look at managers like Tony Larusa would never gotten in as a player because I don't think he even played in the majors. <laughs> but as a manager, he was very good. We we know as much as we hate him as a Cardinal manager, he's still one of the best managers of all time. Absolutely, and uh, you know, Sparky never. I don't think ever played in the majors as a player, but definitely the best manager of all time. He actually did. He played one season with the Phillies. Oh, I, I did not know that. He did play one season. I think it was nineteen fifty nine. I think, or something. But, but like that. not a not a Hall of Fame playing career. No. Even Bill. I mean, Billy Martin. You know, is not a Hall of Fame manager, but he should be. Played. He played a little bit of ball, but he sucked at it. It was not very good. Right. But I think he's he's a type of guy that was a he was a good manager, but dealt with a bad boss. Does that make sense? <laughs> he had to deal with George Steinbrenner. Right. 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 But he had some good Yankee teams. He was the manager of the World Series champions in '77. Absolutely. I mean, so, why, why, why isn't he a big, why Isn't he in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. Speaking of a Hall of Fame, the Reds Hall of Fame finally announced uh, the induction celebration for 2021. Can't wait! I'd love, love to be there for that. Of course, it's. Uh, Delayed from the 2020 induction, where the only person inducted was Marty Brennan, or going to be inducted was Marty Brenneman, uh, Reds Hall of Fame announcer who retired in 2020, or I'm sorry, in 2019, did not want the big fanfare, uh, but was talk, kind of talked into it. And I, I was at that last game, and it was very emotional, a lot of fun. Reds won. I, I believe they, no, I take that back. The Reds did not win that game. Uh, they lost lost the game to the Brewers. Yeah, they they did lose that game, but uh, so you didn't get the this one belongs to the Reds call. But uh, at the same time, very emotional day for Marty. Uh, and then the uh, since the Reds were replacing the field anyway, they did something that they hardly ever do, actually never do. And fans had full access to the field for the most part, except right around the pitching mound where Marty was. Uh, 
was being honored on stage. Uh, I mean, you got to you got to walk around the grass. People were playing catch. I, I mean, it was it, it was an awesome celebration of, of a guy's career. And now he's going to be inducted into the Reds Hall of Fame. Uh, originally was going to be around this time last year. Now, August 27th, 2021, I believe the Reds are expecting to have full capacity. That has not been announced yet, uh, but the rumor and innuendo is after July uh, that outdoor events, I think, in, in the state of Ohio uh, will be at 100%. Masks will probably still be required, but uh, who knows? And anyway, uh the induction celebration uh, is going to bring more than 40 Hall of Famers and alumni from over five decades of Reds baseball to honor Marty and celebrate the uh, rich history of the Reds. And it's going to go down as probably one of the largest gatherings of alumni uh, in Reds history. The celebration will include historic induction ceremony presented by Clark uh, Schaefer Hackett, as well as the entertaining alumni softball game. I did not see that earlier. So I, I've got to get tickets. To that. I'm, I'm going to buy tickets as soon as we're finished watching this uh, or recording this podcast. Uh, best way I'm going to play, play in a softball game now. Oh, absolutely. The best way to attend and be a part of the history uh, is through the VIP experience ticket, uh, which uh, you can get at reds.com. Includes a reception, dinner, commemorative gift package, preferred center, or preferred seating for the induction ceremony, and a throwback alumni softball game and more limited tickets to this VIP experience. Hall of Fame members are eligible for discounted pricing uh, using the promo code 21HOFCELEB. Uh, you can go to Reds Hall of RedsMuseum.org is where to buy tickets for that. And uh, they are probably very pricey, especially at the uh, uh, VIP level. Uh, let's see what they go for. $350. Holy crap. For zone three, for zone four, it's uh, $275. Uh, check taking a look at my investments. I may make that call. <laughs> uh, some of the people, uh, players, former alumni scheduled to appear, Johnny Bench, Todd Benzinger, Jack Billingham, Brett Boone, Dave Bristol, Tom Browning, Leo Cardenas, Clay Carroll, Sean Casey, Norm Charlton, Dave Concepcion, Zach Cozart, Eric Davis, wow. Rob Dibble, Billy Dorn, Adam Dunn, Raleigh Eastwick, Doug Flynn, George Foster, Wayne Granger, Danny Graves, Tommy Helms, Barry Larkin. You're not going to believe this name. This is a name I think we may have talked about once on this show. Brandon Larson. Brandon Larson. <laughs> <laughs> the worst player in Reds history. Uh, the most overhyped. I'm not going to say the worst. Uh, I think he was a really good guy. But, I mean, he was hyped up by uh, Jim Bowden to be, like, the next coming of, uh, you know, uh, one of the best, uh, like Mike Schmidt. And, yeah, <laughs> he, he couldn't Jim. catch He couldn't catch a fly ball or the grounder to third to save his life. He uh, could hit water. He could hit water if he fell out of a boat. Yeah, Jim Maloney, uh, Corky Miller, Hal Morris, Randy Myers. I mean, I'm reading through these names. That's the one name that really just kind of stands out. 
Fred Norman. <laughs> Sorry, I, I really apologize to Brandon Larson, but uh, <laughs> Sorry, Brandon, you stuck. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. I oh am. Lord. <laughs> Randy Myers. <laughs> Uh, Fred Norman. I mean, I've said these two or three times. Ron Oster, uh, Joe Fred, Oliver. Fred, Norm, Fred Norman. Fred Norman's really going back, man. Ted Power, Dave Parker, John Reedling. Another name you don't really oh, yeah. see too much anymore. Arthur yeah, Rhodes. I, 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 and, and I love I love Dave Parker. What Arthur, he's dealing with right now is, yeah. is terrible, but yeah. I love to see him be part of any kind of Reds gathering. Arthur Rhodes is going to be back. He was a big part of that 2010 Cincinnati Reds team. Love Arthur Rhodes. Jose Rio. A World Series MVP, MVP. from 1990. Pete Rose is going to be my man. Pete Rose. Pete Rose. <laughs> Chris Sabo, Mario Soto, Brett Tomko, Greg Vaughn, David Weathers, Scott Great. Williamson. Hmm. Herm Winningham and Dimitri Young players, of course, are subject to change. I, I mean, that is an all-star lineup and Brandon Larson. You know what? It, Greg Vaughn played one season here, and he's going to be at this thing. How awesome is that? Did I miss Greg Vaughn? I, I didn't see his name. or Did I say him and forgot about it when we got to Brandon Larson? <laughs> you know what? I mean, he, he oh, did say he Greg is, Vaughn, yeah. but I think – I think the excitement – I think the excitement of having this many legends, Reds legends, is just overwhelming. Oh, absolutely. David, I mean, we kind of glanced over that. Greg Vaughn, David Weathers, Scott Williamson. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if this was a Reds fest. Th- this, this would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, this would be awesome. I mean, th- this is like every guy at Reds fest plus some. And, and of course, uh, <laughs> Brandon Larson. Brandon Larson. <laughs> oh, you know – we're going to end up putting our feet in our mouth because Brandon Larson is going to be like a personal friend of Marty. And, and we're going to be like, Oh, sorry, Marty. Yeah. Sorry about that, buddy. Uh, so th- that's going to be a very, very cool event. Redsmuseum.org. Get your tickets. And, uh, and I'm, I'm going to do that. I don't think I'm going to do the zone three or four, but I'm very tempted to. You know what name is not on this list is a uh, Homer Bailey. Thank you. Well, he's still no, playing. Homer Bailey. Homer Bailey's still playing. Where? Here, isn't he? or, or maybe he's not. Where? Not this year. Not this year. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so uh, speaking of an- announcing, uh, Reds of course have uh, new announcers this year. Um, is on social media. It seems to be mixed whether or not they like John Sadak. I love John Sadak. Uh, he has a different style than Reds fans are kind of used to. Very upbeat, very positive, uh, and, and exciting. Uh, I, I know some people like he talks too much. That's kind of his job is to uh, tell the stories you're seeing on TV, fill in the gaps. And, uh, I mean, if you, if you don't want to hear announcers, buy a ticket, go to the stadium. You know, I'm with you. I, I like John. I think he's he's – he is over enthusiastic, which is great. I love it. Right. When a guy hits a, it's a double. He gets, he goes off the chain. And I love that. That's, that's what you need. And, and, and one other thing, Tom is gone. Um, good. And, well, and I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I mean, the reason he was gone, uh, you in this day and age and probably any day and age, if that goes out on the air, uh, your, your time in broadcasting is it's going to be either a long suspension 
or in this case, a uh, dismissal from your job. Uh, he's probably still going to be part of uh, some Reds festivities from time to time, especially the one with Marty. Uh, but uh, it's time to move on from Tom. I know some people are having fun uh, with, uh, you know, Kyle Schwarber from Middletown. And, you know, it, it's time to let all that stuff go. go. Tom's uh, moved on. He's uh, doing things to try to uh, make up to those he hurt with his comments and uh, try to rebuild his career and uh or or change his life and so um so uh, it's time to move on john is here barry larkin's doing a great job with him as is uh um the uh, creeper i can't his name is escaping me what are we talking about The, the reds announcer the creeper jim day no <laughs> the, the, the color guy that's been there for years, former pitcher. Oh, Chris Welsh. Chris Welsh, yeah, he was. He's nicknamed the Creeper. I think from the old uh, oh, really? Bronson Arroyo commercial. I think that's where that came into. Uh, I know. I never even thought of the Creeper. Oh yeah. So, so anyway, the Reds have a great announced team. Uh, it, it's time to move on from Tom. His whether his ba- good or bad announcing uh, it, it's time to just sit back enjoy this reds team reds the current uh announced team that we have i, I like tommy thrall on the radio calls uh cowboy is great uh and, and you know who cares we're winning we're we're playing competitive baseball for a change and uh have a really good chance to end the season with a winning record and hopefully a playoff appearance i'm hoping um, I think we've got the talent to do it. As long as you stay healthy, nobody gets nobody gets COVID. At, you know, in, in September, and let's just make sure that everybody stays healthy, and we want to make the playoffs again and want to get to the World Series. Absolutely. So uh, that kind of wraps up this week. Uh, next week, hopefully, we'll have that uh, Jay Bruce episode uh, ready to go. <laughs> Until next week, go Reds. Go Reds. <laughs>